Euzu billahi mineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi rabbil alamin. Ves salatu ves selamu ala seyidina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecmaîn. Allahumme allimna ma yanfa'una ve anfa'na bima 'allamtena ve zidna ilmen nafi'ah. Allahumme arinal hakka hakkan ve arzukna ittiba'a. وَأَرِنَا الْبَاطِلَ بَاطِلًا وَارْزُقْنَا اِجْتِنَابَهِ رَبِّ اشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَاحْلُلْ اُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي Assalamu alaikum ve rahmetullahi ve berekatuh. Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bediüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. This is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org. In this episode, inshallah, we will begin reading the 15th word. This word is the um, Ustad Nursi's uh, commentary on a verse uh, from the 67th chapter of the Quran and the 5th verse, and it goes... وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّا السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحَا وَجَعَلْنَاهَا رُجُومًا لِشَيَاطِينَ And then uh, you know, continues. So inshallah we are going to read this and it is uh, an introduction in a sense to the study of understanding of angels and spiritual beings. There is a longer dis- discussion about this that is going to uh, come inshallah in the 29th word uh, this connects to the earlier treatises that we read in which Ustad Nursi was exposing the miraculousness of some of the verses that have been subject to objections and showing us that they they are not uh, what these people who object to uh, to them think they are actually miraculous and they are expounding magnificent realities so this continues in the same line and teaches us, shows us how this verse is expounding some magnificent realities. So let's go. <coughs> 15th word. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحَ وَجَعَلِنَاهَا رُجُومًا لِلشَّيَاطِينَ we have adorned the lowest heaven with lamps and made them missiles for stoning satans. Ey kozmografyanın ruhsuz meseleleriyle zihni darlaşan ve akıl gözüne inen ve şu ayetin azametli sırrını o sıkışmış zihninde yerleştiremeyen mektepli efendi. Şu ayetin semasına yedi basamaklı bir merdivenle çıkılabilir. Gel beraber çıkacağız. O you the school gentleman whose mind is constricted by the spiritless matters of astronomy, whose intellect has descended to his eye, and who cannot fit the tremendous secret of this verse in his constricted mind. The firmament of this verse can be climbed with a ladder with seven steps. Come, we will climb together. So here Ustad Nursi is responding to... um, People who grew up, studied at schools, and grew up in a context where science was considered to be the ultimate authority, to which every 
knowledge, every idea had to be taken uh, in order to be evaluated and judged. So the verse says, we have adorned the lowest heaven with lamps and made them missiles for stoning Satan's. And this has usually been interpreted as you know, comets uh, stoning the jinn and the Satan's among the jinn or other uh, you know, satanic beings trying to ascend to the heavens and them being uh, you know, chased from there. And you know, based on prophetic traditions, we understand that before the Prophet وسلم, uh, was born, some of the jinn were able to do this and they would actually ascend to the heavens and listen to uh, the angels communicating among themselves about affairs that were to happen in the future and then they would learn this uh, you know like spies and come back to earth and sometimes they would also communicate with oracles among the people so this is how and where the oracles got their information but when the prophet وسلم, was born that came to an end the the uh, the narrations that tell about how there were so many comets when he was born uh, are interpreted in this way um, so these gentlemen these schooled people who attend schools and learn about you know various sciences astronomy astronomy among them hear about this and they say well well no these are you know just comets they happen to be traveling in space and when they enter the atmosphere the the um friction from the 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 you know piece of rock moving so fast in the atmosphere burns it and you know light comes out etc etc so they give us an explanation that is completely physical and material and you know we we do not deny that 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 does happen right but they would also say this is the extent of knowledge we can and should have anything beyond this is you know they would say hasha uh, god protect nonsense uh, anything beyond this is uh you know hearsay fairy tale right so they they don't get actually they don't want to get the dimension of things that are beyond the physical substantive world in which we live and because they block their minds from being able to process anything that goes beyond the physical world they cannot do it right if you say i'm not going to do this say you know uh, there's a book that's put in front of you it is filled with tremendous knowledge so useful that if you read it and implement it you're going to be you know rich and happy and wealthy and healthy everything but if the person says no i will not read that book i do not believe that there is anything useful in that book how can that person benefit from this so this is a matter of blocking a a, a prejudiced uh, blocking of information that makes sense compatible with reality therefore is truth and and truthful and useful and beneficial etc but they won't take it so says look the school gentleman whose mind is constricted see it's blocked it's con narrowed down whose mind is narrowed down by down by the spiritless matters of astronomy intellect has descended to his eye 
and as far as diagnosis days, uh, those who um, search for the the reality of everything in physical matter, their their intellect has descended to their their eyes, and the eye is blind. The physical eye, the bodily eye, is blind in metaphysical affairs. So intellect has descended to his eye, and who cannot fit the tremendous secret of this verse in his narrow mind, constricted mind? The firmament of this verse, the sky of this verse, can be climbed with a ladder with seven steps. Come, we will climb together. First step. Hakikat ve hikmet ister ki, zemin gibi semavatında kendine münasip sekeneleri bulunsun. Lisan-ı şer'ide o ecnaz-ı muhtelifeye melaike ve ruhaniyet, ruhaniyat tesmiye edilir. Reality and wisdom demand that the heavens should have fitting inhabitants, suitable, appropriate inhabitants, just as the earth does. Right? The earth has inhabitants. We are here on earth as inhabitants of the earth. There are animals, birds, plants, conscious beings beings that uh, living and conscious beings yeah, not only rocks and minerals inanimate objects but also living and conscious beings who interact with this world and in some cases observe it and appreciate it you know all it goes all the way to the various faculties that the human being has so this is the case with earth and Ustad says, reality and wisdom demand that the heavens should have fitting inhabitants just as the earth does. So this assumes that there needs to be a continuity, there needs to be a similarity between the earth and the heavens. Why? Somebody may come and say, say you know, I don't think that there has to be such a uh, parallel between, between the world and the heavens. Well, to, to understand this, we have to... Uh, Remember that we are reading the 15th treatise, the 15th word in this book. We have established to this point, until this point, that everything in this world and the heavens are created by God. And one of the wisdoms that we can, most significant wisdoms that we can deduce about the creation is that it manifests the names and attributes of God. And the majesty beauty and perfection in this manifestation entails that there be uh, appreciating spectators appreciating conscious beings who behold this majesty beauty and perfection and the function or the place of the human being in the entire creation is to be the best of most capable of those appreciating spectators and then the animals are doing that too the plants are doing that too so each and every one of these living objects living beings uh, in in one sense sense are the recipients of that beauty majesty and perfection through their senses to the extent that they can sense it i mean even the plants have certain senses uh and and the other the and and on the other hand it is to manifest it in their own existence in their own being so <clears throat> the loop if you will of creation uh, closes with the existence of this uh, appreciating 
spectators. And this is how God creates. So the continuity comes from both the earth and the heavens being the artifact of the same creator. We look on earth and observe things and see how he creates and then it makes perfect sense. Wisdom demands, reality of this situation demands that it makes perfect sense that if this is the case on earth, it will be the case in the heavens too. There will be fitting, suitable inhabitants just as the earth has those inhabitants. In the language of the Sharia, those various species are named angels and spiritual beings. Sharia, the, the path that the Prophet ﷺ taught us uh, based on what he received in Revelation. So in the terminology of uh, the, the religion, right, they are named angels and spiritual beings. Malaika, angels, malak, and ruhaniyat. Ruh is spirit, so ruhaniyat are spiritual beings. They may be various things. We, we may not know the quiddity of what they are, especially the category of spiritual beings. It's, you know, broad and probably we, we don't have the ability to exhaust it, right? But they are living conscious beings who have the ability to sense the beauty, majesty and perfection that's in the creation. And depending on their you know, abilities to appreciate it or to benefit from it, and that benefiting, even if it is an, um, it's a it's a form of benefiting without consciousness, such as in the case of the plants, right? Even when that is the case, their benefiting is a kind of appreciation, right? And then later on, uh, inshallah, we will see that all of these beings have um, appointed angels that consciously perceive and present that appreciation to God too. But let's leave that on the side for the time being. Let's try to grasp that if the earth that we observe and see has these inhabitants who are conscious living beings who can perceive and appreciate and benefit and if the earth and the heavens are created by the same creator which we established up you know until this point then it makes perfect sense that is it is demand that is reality and wisdom demand that the heavens should have fitting inhabitants just as the earth does and again they are called angels and spiritual beings evet Hakikat öyle iktiza eder. Zira zemin küçüklüğü ve hakaretiyle beraber zihayat ve zişuur mahluklardan doldurulması ve ara sıra boşaltılıp yeniden zişuurlarla şenlendirilmesi işaret eder. Belki tasrih eder ki şu muhteşem burçlar sahibi müzeyyen kasırlar hükmünde olan semavat dahi zişuur ve zevil idrak mahluklarla doludur. Yes, reality entails such. Because that the earth is filled with living and conscious creatures, then 
it is emptied from time to time and livened up again with conscious beings right so it's filled with these conscious creatures but then they die the it's evacuated but then others come and then we see this livening up with conscious beings despite its smallness and lowliness points out rather clarifies that these heavens that are in effect adorned fortresses with magnificent constellations are also filled with conscious creatures who have comprehension so Ustad Nursi is uh, likening the the heavens to fortresses or palaces adorned fortresses or palace palaces with magnificent constellations now the word for constellation in turkish is burç and the word for uh, fortress tower is also burç so there's a word game here that we cannot articulate in turkish but anyway uh, we understand what he's talking about the heavens are an adorned place <clears throat> an adorned and firmly built place with magnificent uh, you know constellations or towers from which stones can be cast right so he is building the imagery in our minds here but we need to put that imagery in the in the background and continue to understand this sentence itself these heavens right that are in effect adorned fortresses with magnificent constellations are also filled also filled with conscious creatures who have comprehension that is what makes sense that is what we can expect that is what reality entails because the reality we observe is that everything is created by the same creator and there are certain um, ways certain patterns in which he creates in the tradition these are called adatullah or sunnatullah god's custom god's custom that we can observe in the creation and verify with the quranic injunction of bismillah you cannot find a change in the in the in god's custom Right? you cannot find god's custom being changed you cannot find change in the in god's custom so if this is the case when we observe these patterns in one place we can expect it to continue into other places this was the line of thinking we used extensively in the 10th word too for instance so we understand from this that that the earth is filled with conscious living conscious beings that are appreciating sensing benefiting from and appreciating god's uh, majesty beauty and perfection as manifest on earth and since we can see from here in the firmament the heavens should also be filled with living conscious beings who can sense benefit from and appreciate god's creation uh, and, and the manifestation of his majesty beauty and perfection in his creation onlar dahi ins ve cin gibi şu alem sarayının seyircileri ve şu kainat kitabının mütealacıları ve şu saltanat rububiyetin delallarıdırlar. Çünkü kainatı had ve hesaba gelmeyen tezyinat ve mehasin ve nukuş ile süslendirip tezyin etmesi bilbedahe mütefekkir istihsan edici ve mütehayyir takdir edicilerin enzarını ister. Like people and the jinn here on earth they too those inhabitants of the heavens too are spectators of this this 
um, palace of the realm. They are careful readers of this book of the cosmos and they are proclaimers of this lordly royal power because it is known with intuitive clarity that his beautification and adornment of the cosmos with boundless and innumerable adornments, beauties and embroideries demand the gazes of reflecting, thinking, contemplating, admiring and marveling appreciators. That is how the loop closes. Evet, Hüsn elbette bir aşık ister. Taam ise aç olana verilir. Halbuki ins ve cin şu nihayetsiz vazifeye, şu haşmetli nezarete ve şu vüsatli ubudiyete karşı milyondan birisini ancak yapabilir. Demek bu nihayetsiz ve mütenevvi ve zaife ve ibadata, nihayetsiz melaike envaı ve ruhaniyat ecnası lazımdır. Yes, of course, beauty demands a lover. Beauty demands... A lover. As for food, it is given to the hungry. Of course, this is setting a logic before, before our minds, right? If there is food put on a table, you expect that there will be people coming. You walked into a house, right? You you went to to visit a friend. You rang the bell. The door opened. You went inside, and in the living room, you see on this like big dining table a feast. A you know several courses of uh, you know food a beautiful feast is prepared and maybe there is a you know vase with flowers in it and the, everything is cleaned and well organized you sit down and of course you assume and rightfully that your friend is expecting somebody to come and eat right you you, you would ask well, who, who is who is coming uh, did, perhaps you can say like did i bother you is it okay that i walk in you as soon as you see the dining table organized with and and um you know adorned in the way that it is you understand that your friend is expecting guests there will be people who will be coming and they will be hungry and they will be eating this is what makes sense so then you look around you see all this beauty in the creation then you 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 need to say okay this is the uh, you know cognitive pattern that needs to be working can this be for nothing so much beauty so much uh, symmetry and organization orderliness proportionality uh, that indicate that there is an intention there is a purposefulness in the in the creation of all of this in the beautification of all of this it cannot be for nothing in the way that when you walk into your friend's house and found the dining table filled with food and beautiful flowers etc you then need to understand that the beautification of this earth and heavens etc is for a purpose beauty demands a lover food is given to the hungry all these provisions and they on earth right? all this food all these plants all this uh, you know insects for birds planktons for some fish etc all of this entail demand that there will be those who will be benefiting them who will be eating them yet in the face of this unlimited duty in the face of this unlimited duty of partaking from that provision uh, and and uh, appreciating that beauty 
in the face of all this unlimited duity because there's so much beauty and so much provision in the universe the sublime task in the face of the sublime task of viewing and this broad worshipful slavehood humans and the jinn can fulfill only one out of a million we can have a universal intention and say oh god uh, we glorify you for everything that you have created for all the stars that you have created for all the fish in the water that you have created for all the 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 uh, elements that you have created for all the molecules in the air that you have created etc we can have this intention but actually seeing that appreciating that showing appreciation and gratitude for that etc we are limited in that sense right we should have that universal intention that is the secret for us to expand the scope of our worshipful slavehood but beyond that the actual uh, seers actual beholders and appreciators we cannot get there now that we have that universal intention is also important even though we do not see we do not sense we do not know about some of the this beauty majesty and perfection and provision etc because we as human beings are in a unique situation to be able to appreciate what we appreciate with this capacity of uh, you know partial human uh, choice limited choice we can choose between good and bad ugly and beautiful etc so that too is important but aside from that there needs to be like the wisdom entails reality as we know reality uh, uh, is entails that there should be those creatures conscious living beings out there who will see them and appreciate them and the humans and the gene can fulfill only one out of a million of that million of that what unlimited duty sublime task of viewing and broad worshipful slavehood that we would expect from all the beauty perfection and majesty that is in the creation in that case these unlimited and variegated duties and worships require unlimited types of angels and species of spiritual beings we call them angels and species of spiritual beings bazı rivayatın işaratıyla ve intizamı alemin hikmetiyle denilebilir ki bir kısım ecsam-ı seyyare seyyarattan tutta katarata kadar bir kısım melaikenin merakibidirler. Onlar bunlara izni ilahi ile binerler, alemi şehadeti seyredip gezerler. Hem denilebilir ki bir kısım ecsam-ı ecsam hayvaniye hadiste tuyurun hudrun tesmiye edilen cennet kuşlarından tutta sineklere kadar bir cins ervahın tayyareleridirler. Onlar bunların içine emri hak ile girerler. Alemi cismaniyatı seyran edip o cesetlerdeki hasselerin pencereleriyle cismani mucizatı fıtratı temaşa ederler. It can be said. Right so here Ustad Nursi leaves some um, room for uh, hypo- hypothesizing. It can be said. He's not saying it's definitely the case, but it can be said. We can understand this in this way. It can be said according to what some narrations point to and according to the wisdom that the realm's orderliness entails that some flying objects from the planets all the way to raindrops are the mounts of some angels so imagine this 
one instance you are living in a world where when it rains it is um, H2O water that's falling from the sky in drops in little masses little masses of water is falling from the sky in another when you look at it from the perspective of a world that is created by a wise all wise all knowing creator who does nothing without purpose everything he does has sublime purposes right you look and you see raindrops falling accompanied by appointed angels who are riding them who are mounting them and you know traveling through the atmosphere as they as they fall appreciating the beauty majesty and perfection of their creator this next instance is the instant now you are living in a world that is filled with angels and spiritual beings and that is filled with meaning and that is filled with uh, comprehending you know beings with comprehension that comprehend those meanings and appreciate those meanings it can be said according to what some narrations point to and according to the wisdom that the realms orderliness entails that some flying objects from the planets all the way to raindrops are the mounts of some angels with divine permission they mount on these and spectate the scene around traveling through it furthermore it can be said that some animal bodies the bodies of some animals from um, paradisical birds named tuyurun khudrun green birds so th th this is mentioned in the hadith the prophet وسلم, says that uh, you know some shuhada uh, their spirits enter into uh, the, the bodies of these green birds in in paradise and they you know travel through the paradise beholding it appreciating it uh, you know soaking the beauty up from paradisical birds named tuyurun khudrun green birds in the prophetic tradition all the way to flies these are the airplanes of some types of spiritual beings the way we board airplanes and you know go from place to place uh, you know also imagine that your airplane has really big windows from which you can watch everything observe everything these uh, spiritual beings these angels are boarding uh, the the flying objects and the bodies of some animals maybe from paradisical birds to the flies and they are traveling they enter these with the command of the real god right the real is one of the names of god and they travel around the physical realm spectating the physical miracles of innate nature physical miracles of innate nature what does that mean things that um you know blinded signs attributes to material relationships called causes in fact they are miracles spring has come to where i live we have daffodils blooming that these daffodils um <clears throat> when there was nothing in winter right all of a sudden 
within a few days shoot out from those little bulbs under the soil grow those leaves and then flowers blossom on top beautiful as if they are smiling to us right? this is a miraculous thing it is part of the innate nature i.e it is an aspect of the way things are created okay but it is miraculous because if i were to look for the force that makes this possible in the bulb or in the soil or in the temperature of the air or the angle of the sunlight or wherever in this limited material world in the box of this world i would not be able to find that force i can relate one thing to another that to another that to another in the end i'll either end up with a vicious circle that you know i will have to be uh saying that a causes b b causes c c causes d d causes f and f causes a so i have a vicious circle that does not take me anywhere or i will have to keep you know perhaps looking in the smaller the smaller the smaller substance and then in the end i'll end up with nothing you know all matter the physicists now say that all matter is energy these waves moving constantly all matter is condensed energy so what is energy then where is the force that moves energy that uh, mobilizes energy coming from if i were to look for the force of this in here i would not be able to find it so therefore it is miraculous the human being and everything in the creation of of uh in the, in the creation and especially in this seen realm that we are looking and observing none of that none of that has the capacity to account for this so we are incapacitated that's miracle that's the definition one of the definitions of miracle we are incapacitated to bring this about all of us all of us in this in this uh, you know physical realm none of us is able to account for what is happening here there has to be a force that is that is affecting this externally there has to be a force external to the created realm that is affecting what is happening in the created realm and we call that the necessary being we call it god right that is god the end therefore um therefore the blooming of flowers the blooming of trees the uh you know, circumambulation of the earth around the sun that the sun is um emanating heat and light all of these all of these are miracles of innate nature but because they are taking place in the physical realm they are physical miracles of innate nature but they are still miracles so they those spiritual beings mount the bodies of these animals and with the command of the real they travel around the physical realm spectating the physical miracles of innate nature through the windows of the sensory faculties of those bodies through the eyes of the fly through the tongue of the uh, the, the chimpanzee through the nose of the deer 
conscious spiritual beings spectate the physical miracles of innate nature. Elbette kesafetli topraktan ve kuduretli sudan mütemadiyen letafetli letafetli hayatı ve nuraniyetli zevil idraki halk eden halikin elbette ruha ve hayata münasip şu nur denizinden ve hatta zulmet bahrinden bir kısım zişur mahlukları vardır. Hem çok kesretli olarak vardır. Melaike ve ruhaniyatın vücutlarına dair nokta namında bir risalemde ve 29. sözde iki kere iki dört eder derecesinde bir katiyetle ispat edilmiştir. Eğer istersen ona müracaat et. Of course the creator who creates subtle life and luminous possessors of comprehension uh, from dense earth and turbid water of course has some conscious creatures made from the sea of light and even the sea of darkness as befits spirit and life of course why of course because we already established there there uh, you cannot find change in god's custom if he creates in this way here on earth serving a certain wisdom and that wisdom it makes sense that that wisdom uh, continues to be should continue to be effective in the heavens right of course the creator who creates subtle life and luminous possessors of comprehension from dense earth and turbid water here on earth of course dense earth and turbid water we, we, we are all that 70 something percent water and then you know animals and human beings uh, 70 something percent water for human beings and then the rest is elements what is what is earth all the elements are coming from the are in the earth earth is the combination of all these elements of course he has some conscious creatures made from the sea of light and even the sea of darkness so on earth what we find is water and earth what do you find in space yes there are uh, you know, elements there too and there will be things created from elements over there too they don't have to be like us right when we say life you know people are searching for life in 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 the universe in space and they are looking for planets that look like earth or satellites uh, that uh, look like earth that's fine there may be perhaps animals I, I don't know if there is or not right I I can say that there won't be human beings because that is a unique situation that is uh, as we will see later sp special to the earth right there may be animals there may be insects there may be bacteria there may be other things but that still is very limited if you compare the space between planets and the the mass that the planets and other celestial bodies have in this entire universe there's a lot more space what what fills that space light and also darkness now what is that darkness we don't really know it is not nothing uh you know some scientists now say that there is this thing called dark matter which is probably accounting for upwards of like 90% of whatever is out there. And it is dark because we cannot sense it, we cannot see it, we cannot hear it. We know that it is there only because of uh, the consequences of it being there, such as, you know, certain gravitational calculations, etc. Now, this is a theory. 
it may be right. If it is right, right, we know that that darkness is also something. But even if it were not something that we understand what something what we understand something to be a physical object, even if it is not a physical object, there still is something, and it makes sense that he has God has some conscious creatures made from the sea of light, the space universe like sea of light there's light everywhere all these stars are emanating light and are, that light is traveling in all directions and even the sea of darkness as befits spirit and life in fact he has them in multitudes he, not in you know one or two here and there in multitudes it is not difficult to his power he can create one, he can create billions, he can create innumerable. And if they are serving a wisdom, it makes sense that he's, he creates them in multitudes. In one of my treatises, of course, Ustad Nursi is writing this, right? Titled Dot, and in the 29th word, the existence of angels and spiritual beings is proven with proven with uh, the, the certainty of 2 plus 2 equals 4. Inshallah, there will come to time and we will read that too. If you wish, consult that. So this is the first step, and we will move to the second step. I'm not sure if you will be able to complete it or not, but we will try. Zemin ile gökler bir hükümetin iki memleketi gibi birbirine alakadardırlar. Ortalarında ehemmiyetli irtibat ve mühim muameleler vardır. Zemine lazım olan ziya, hararet ve bereket ve rahmet gibi şeyler semadan geliyor, yani gönderiliyor. Vahye istinad eden bütün edyan semaviyenin icma'ı ve şuhuda istinad eden bütün ehli keşmi tevatürüyle melaike ve ervah semadan zemine geliyorlar. Now we talked about this parallel between the earth and the heavens. We are going to go deeper about that now. The earth and the heavens are related to one another like two lands under the administration of the same government. There are significant connections and important transactions between them, happening between them. Things like the light, heat, blessing, and mercy are coming from the heavens, that is, they are being sent. Here on earth, we need light, heat, blessing, mercy. Things like light, heat, blessing, and mercy are coming from the heavens. That is, they are being sent. Imagine what would happen if it were not for the sunlight and the, the heat coming from the sun here on earth. What would happen? Nothing. I mean, in terms of life that we know life as, right? We, this would not be possible. This is one of the uh, elements, one of the causes, means rather, involved in the existence of life on this earth. It is coming from the heavens but what is coming from the heavens is not limited to physical light and physical heat blessing and mercy are also coming from the heavens and you know we cannot measure this with a with an instrument that can have you know levels from like 100 to, to 1 to 100 so today the uh, blessing forecast is 35 now we cannot say that, right? But we know that there's blessing and mercy coming from the heavens. Look at the again the the, the, the flowers. Look at the. This is my one of my favorite examples, and I have used it many times here before, right? We all need nutrition. 
we all need nutrition where do we get the nutrition we have one tiny seed of let's say um, wheat we throw it in the soil give it water etc it comes out and from one that that single seed we get 100 seeds of wheat and then we grind it and we make it into flour and then we also have salt we also have spices we also have this we also have that we cook it we make it into bread and it smells delicious it also tastes delicious especially if it is fresh now this is something that we need we need to eat it for our survival it is nutrition we cannot survive without nutrition so we would have eaten it even if it did not taste like anything or even if it, it, it tasted you know horrible if this was the only nutrition that was provided to us we would just eat it we would force ourselves and eat it we would hold our nose you know close our eyes and ingest it no that's not the case we are not only provided we are provided with these delicious beautiful precious items of nutrition that is mercy that is blessing that one seed became 100 is blessing that the bread smells and tastes um, delicious is mercy so we are living in blessing and mercy and it is coming from the heavens that is they are being sent according to the consensus of all heavenly religions which rely on revelation and according to the broad authentication of all people of openings people who um, who can see the inner dimension of things who rely on observations the angels and spirits come to earth from the heavens like blessing like light like heat like mercy angels and spirits are coming to earth from the heavens sometimes some of those angels are bringing mercy down they in some cultures uh, muslim cultures they they don't say rain and they have the word rain but instead of rain they say rahma that's that, that's certainly in turkey they say uh, it is raining rahma it is raining mercy why because with with rain life comes forth and therefore we see the mercy in that we see the blessing in that they also say barakat baraka blessing blessing is raining it's not rain that rains it is blessing and mercy that is raining according to the consensus of all heavenly religions heavenly religions religions that rely on revelation and the broad authentication of all people of openings who rely on observations the angels and spirits spirits come to earth from the heavens how do we know well this is what makes sense they should exist okay they should exist how can we know about them well i cannot i do not have the means to perceive them 
but it makes sense in my mind that it is there it should be there okay and then there are these uh, sources that say they know they have observed it they have the truth about it then I look if they if what they are conveying makes sense I take it because I know that this is all fitting together and what they are conveying makes sense they are saying they are coming from the heavens Bundan hisse garip bir hadsikati ile bilinir ki sekeneyi arz için semaya çıkmak için bir yol vardır. Sekeneyi arz için semaya çıkmak için bir yol vardır. Evet, nasıl herkesin akıl ve hayal ve nazarı her vakit semaya gider. Öyle de ağırlıklarını bırakan ervahı enbiya ve evliya ve cesetlerini çıkaran ervahı emvat izni ilahi ile oraya giderler. Madem hiffet ve letafet bulanlar oraya giderler Elbette cesedi misali giyen ve ervah gibi hafif ve latif bir kısım sekeneyi arz ve hava semaya gidebilirler. It is understood from this with a definitive immediate apprehension. So this is hadsi kat'i. Uh, hadz is um, when you grasp something without even having to think about it. Somewhere Ustad Nursi uh, you know, defines it as like this lightning-like, lightning speed comprehension. You look, you see, you hear, and immediately, without even having to reason, you grasp it. It is a capacity, it's a skill, it's a faculty that is given to the human being. And sometimes it is hadsiqat'i, definitive, immediate apprehension. Right? You, you, you It leaves no room for uh doubt or dubiousness it is understood from this with a definitive immediate apprehension which can almost be perceived by the senses so when this hats you don't perceive it with the senses you are not observing it happening before your eyes but you connect things to one another and it is so definitive in this case that it is as if you are observing that there is a pathway for the inhabitants of the earth to rise to the heavens. How so? So we said this is understood uh, with a definitive immediate apprehension. Let's try to make this concrete with, a, with an example. Let's say we are exploring some uh, you know, uncharted territory. We are on the land. We saw a lake and then we saw a um, little brook bringing water into the lake. Water is flowing into the lake from this little brook. We understand, immediately understand, uh, with the experience that we have and with the intellect that we have, with, we understand with an immediate apprehension, not even having to think about this, like reason, this led to this, this led to that. We understand with an immediate apprehension that this brook is coming from a source of water. And if you followed it, if you were able to go through all the little channels that it it, it uh, you know flows through if we followed it we would reach the source of water so the way that there is a channel a pathway that has been opened from the source of water to us if this water is flowing through that channel there is a pathway for us to go through that channel and reach the source if we are able to travel the, through the path that the water is traveling like sometimes it may you know, disappear under the ground and we may have to go underground 
and then it comes back up and goes through a very dense forest we have to be able to go through the very dense forest if we have the the, the capacity physical ability to go through all those different uh, you know possibilities on the on the uh, pathway of of the water we can reach the source so if we understand right if these uh, angels and spiritual beings are coming down to earth that means there's a pathway we as human beings you know, ordinary human beings who are bound to our physical corpses may not be able to get there right but that doesn't mean that the pathway is not there the pathway exists so once we ascertain that the pathway exists the next question becomes is there a way for us to follow this pathway up to the heavens so Ustad says Ustad Nursi says yes as everybody's intellect imagination and sight reach the heavens at all times oh so it is not necessarily the physical bodies we have intellect we have imagination and we have sight we do reach the heavens with our intellect imagination and sight now this is before uh, the the age of space exploration at the time that Stadnusi was writing this there were there were no uh, spaceships there were no satellites the airplane was the highest we, we had been able to go up right but that there is space exploration does not mean that we have exhausted the the heavens either we are still you know probing the first of the seven heavens we don't even know exactly where the first one finishes the second one starts and then the second one finishes the third one starts we don't we don't know there we know that there are seven heavens but where exactly they are we don't know but what we know at the time and now too is that we can use our intellect to think about and grasp realities about the heavens so that's one thing we can use our imagination we can sometimes uh, you know get it right sometimes not get it right but we can still use our imagination and we can also use our sight and now that uh, th that sight has been expanded tremendously with the use of you know telescopes and th that existed at the time of the at the time of Stadnursi too, but now we have significantly more um, powerful telescopes, right? Everybody's intellect, imagination, and sight reach the heavens at all times. So this is one. This is one uh, way to travel through that pathway. Not, not um, our entity would not be traveling. Our spirit or body would not be traveling but there is a way there is a way as everybody's intellect imagination and sight reach the heavens at all times in like fashion the spirits of prophets and saints who leave their weights behind so why can the intellect reach there because it is not weighted down by physical substances it could have been the case right in order to think we could have been using physical substance and the thought could be attached and 
and it will be impossible for it to exist without that attachment now that is not the case and therefore it's very difficult to imagine but if you think carefully about it you will see that it is possible the intellect could be weighted down and could not be able to could not go to uh, places beyond let's say 10 meters 10 uh, kilometers whatever beyond what a person can walk in one day it could be similar to our bodies it could be limited in the way that our um, hearing is limited you know we cannot hear things under a certain decibel that are further than a certain distance but that's not the case the intellect is not weighted the imagination is not weighted sight well there are limitations to sight but it is still very expansive compared to many other senses let's say the sense of smell and hearing and touching and and tasting right in part because it is uh it, it is activated by what comes from far away and light is the the thing that travels the fastest that we know yes as everybody's intellect imagination and sight reach the heavens at all times in like fashion the spirits of prophets and saints who leave their weights behind and the spirits of dead people who strip their corpses off go there with divine permission so that one thing that we understand from this is that it is possible to leave this weight behind the weightiness of worldly existence the prophet traveled through the entire creation in his prophetic ascension in his miraj how we don't know exactly how we know that he was there spirit and body how can that be possible if god wills it, it can be possible he can give a subtlety a subtlety to the body that the body can travel with the spirit now without the body the spirit itself is a subtle thing it is so subtle that it can travel and it does travel when we sleep for instance the spirit leaves the body now it, it still maintains a connection with the body when we die that connection is severed but when we uh, when we sleep it is like half death the spirit leaves the body or is able to leave the body but maintaining a connection how do we know because you know when you you know uh, poke the person who is sleeping the input from those senses or when you you know talk to the person when you you know call the person who is sleeping the input from those senses through the ear through touch sometimes if you you know hold bright light into the eyes of a person the input from the sense of of, of uh, sight right it is communicated to the spirit and therefore this the, the spirit uh, based on the the intensity of this sensation comes back and rejoins so it is if you will just as an analogy to make it easier for us perhaps it is like a you know balloon 
that uh, you know filled with helium uh, and tied to a string the balloon flies away but there, there is the string and if you when you pull the string the balloon can, comes back down right when it is death that string is cut and then it cannot come back down it's it's gone you cannot connect it back together if god wills he can right but that's a different question so prophets and saints who leave their weights behind become like spiritual become subtle and the spirits of that people who strip their corpses off the physical worldly weight they can travel there with divine permission since those who attain lightness and subtlety go there of course some inhabitants of the earth and the air whose corpses are made of similitudes and who are light and subtle like spirits can go to the heavens so among human beings those who attain lightness and subtlety like prophets and saints and then the spirits of uh, you know human beings who which which is itself you know subtle can go there of course some inhabitants of the earth and here we are in the domain of what we called at the beginning angels and spiritual beings we don't know exactly what they are but we know that they they exist like those angels that we said mount the raindrops and come down to earth now angels and spiritual beings being subtle they don't need exertion to go up to the heavens so it's possible for them to go there so the gist of this step we said there are seven steps uh, with which we can understand or we can climb to the firmament of this verse that we recited at the beginning this is the second step the gist of this step is that there is exchange constant exchange between the earth and the and the heavens and it makes sense that this exchange is taking place and there is evidence from what we observe uh, in the physical realm there is evidence that it is taking place in the metaphysical realm so inshallah we will end there and continue with the third step in the next episode subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim wa akhir da'wahu man alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin al fatiha